Everybody ready? Ready. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. And Tanya Rad. And Tanya Rad. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just add it in there every time. We just do like we our own do version. That. Or we could edit it in my voice going, and Tanya Rad. Yeah, that's And cute. Tanya Rad. We blew people's minds last week when we told them Sissini was the voice of that. I got a number of messages saying, what? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That is funny. But we can't fix it till she gets back. But until then, we'll add our Tanya Rad in ourselves. Do it rogue. We'll make, we'll make do with what we have, mm-hmm. which is us. And what we have is everything we need. Wow. It's powerful. Um, what's uh-huh. going on? I haven't seen, I've been out of town, so I haven't seen you limited. I, when I'm with my family, I kind of like zone into my family because I don't get to see them that often. So it's really like a brutal <laughs> band aid that she just rips <laughs> off me because I will. And, and actually, I don't know if you noticed yesterday, I didn't text you at all. Yeah. Until well, you texted, I texted me. You, yeah. Because I want to respect, because first of all, it annoys me when I text you and the hours go by and you don't respond. But I know you're with your family. I know you're not doing it intentionally. <laughs> yeah. But it's annoying. So I was like, okay, fine. She's probably like at the beach again with her family. I'm just going to like not text her. I know. I feel like a lot of my friends are like, um, hello. Like, where are you? Yeah. Becca's been like getting annoyed with me lately because I've just been so demanding of her time. That's my cardboard cutout for those of you. She apparently has emotions towards Tanya and was annoyed with you. Mm -hmm. I've been also like... (laughs) I think I'm like, like I was texting Jojo last night and I was like, hi, like, do you miss me? I'm like, sorry, I'm being really needy right now. And Becca's not responding. Oh my gosh. And like Haley, Haley's like on tour and I'm like, do you love me still? This is Jojo Fletcher and Haley Steinfeld that you're harassing Harassing. because Becca's not around. I should publicly apologize to Jojo (laughs) and Haley. (laughs) Sorry for that. Yeah. So Um, I'm glad you're back. Thanks. I'm happy to be back. It's like really good to see my family, but. I flew with Phoebe for the first time since um, Christmas when she was she she was like two pounds at the time and my sisters were flying with me so it was a pretty easy you know process flying with her then. Well, since then she is very spoiled, does not like being contained, mm. and the flight attendants made me put her in the carrier below the seat. Oh yeah. It was, I was mortified. I felt like those moms whose babies don't stop crying. She was like. It was like the sharp yelping. Oh, oh I so finally, sitting next so to you. finally, everyone was like very understanding, and they're like, "Oh, like felt bad for." But it. for and like, like five Shoot. hours, this dog yeah. barked. Well, so she cried, and then she'd like turn around and go to sleep, and then finally she cried again, and I took her out, and she just like fell asleep next to my leg, and I put a blanket over her. Oh, oh that's cute. You know what you should do next time you fly, which I love when. Uh, like parents that have a new baby do that when they pass out like those little things to the people around them. I'm going to be that mom when I have kids and I fly with them. I'm going to be that mom that like has a little like care packages for the people that sit around us being like, I know my baby's probably going to cry. Sorry. Here's a, a Orbit gum and some sweet treats. George Clooney nice, did that, right? Yeah. It was like earplugs. Yeah, yeah. Earplugs is like really what you need. But my thing is most people fly with, um, headphones in, right? I mean, you're either it's watching not so a much the practicality or... of it. It's just the gesture. Okay, I see. It opens the door of being like, I'm sorry yeah. in advance. Yeah, and then Don't you can't get, get the like dirty eyes. because You can, though, because the I'm sorry in advance, they'll be like, oh, no. No, but yeah. if you give somebody the dirty eyes after they give you a cute little package, like, you're an asshole. Okay, but... Am I allowed to say that on here? No, but oh. I'll take care of it. Okay. <laughs> an a-hole is what she meant. An a-hole. Yeah. This is not have an explicit warning near our, our name, yeah, Tanya. That's true. <laughs> so it is Tanya's birthday eve yes, today. Yes, it is. 
I was supposed to be out of town for Tawny's birthday tomorrow. Literally Ooh. all my, like, uh, I'd say like 85% of my friends are out of town for my birthday. So it I'm is, laying low it this is vacation year. season. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I was supposed to go to Bermuda and then that, and so I moved that to the 19th so that I would be here and then um, I'm not going at all. So here, here for you. And you, and you guys are going to actually hang out on her birthday, yes? It's going to be Tanya's day of fun. Oh. Whatever Tanya wants to do. If she wants to do workout class, I'll do whatever she wants. With yeah, we'll go to the, yeah, we can do Orange Theory. Perfect. Go sweat. Mm-hmm. Walk on the beach. Set whatever our intentions for the new year. Your new birth year. Yeah. Birthday year. Not like, it's not the new year. <laughs> year 32. Right, right, year 30. Yeah, 31. You're turning 31, meaning you're starting your 32nd year. Oh, okay. So you got to plan oh, for wow. the 32nd Interesting. year. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I my whole thing was like, it's Tanya's day. I'm up for whatever. That's so nice. Wow. So what do you think? Shoot for the moon. Yeah. That sounds There's like no, honestly, the like options are endless. Whatever you want. Wow. A okay. lot. So I guess next week we'll find out. Yeah. By the way, we teased a lot of things last week. One was the crackers. The Gigi crackers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I tried them. They I actually enjoy them. Mark was not a fan. I think we should do a challenge on the show where we take the crackers that she was eating and cardboard, <laughs> and she has to eat both and tell us if she can tell the difference. I would be able to tell the difference. I don't know. Yes, I could. If that we put the same so spices good. on the cardboard, I don't know that you could tell the difference. I quite enjoyed the crackers. Okay. However, so funny, Mark. <laughs> I messaged the girl that like made them or something, and I was like, "How many of these are you supposed to eat to like have some sort of like work?" Because they're fiber and crackers. They're fiber they, help cr- you. Yeah, yeah. they help move things along. Yeah. And she said between like six and eight a day, which is a lot of crackers, a lot of cardboard. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if it's. So what I've been doing is I've been crumbling them up, like two of them crumbling them up and putting them in my salads as like croutons. That's actually that. That's probably that probably works. Delicious. Because yeah. it's probably like there's not much taste, but you have the Zero. crunch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, you know, so that I'm paid off. Inspired by things that you do for your body, because yeah. I do, I don't do things for my body. I do not good things for my body. So the fact that you're willing to eat cardboard tasting crackers to help they're things. not they're actually really I wish I had one so that you could try it right mm-hmm. now, but they're actually really delicious. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Delicious is a strong, like you could say like they're good or something, but they're, uh, there's nowhere near delicious. You do a thing, which I kind of respect. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. You convince totally yourself doesn't. like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I love kale way more than chocolate. It's yes. like a mental game yes. that you play with yourself. <laughs> yes. But you seem to have actually convinced, and my wife does this too. You've actually convinced yourself. No, no, no. I much prefer this bowl of vegetables to the pizza that you're eating. Yeah. I'd much totally. rather eat this. Yeah. She so does that. And I respect it too, because I'm like, if I could mentally go there, I could change a lot of things in my life but i know the reality is that pizza and chocolate are better than salad and cardboard crackers no i'm telling you though it's because of the way it makes you feel after okay but it's not so much it's not delicious you said it was delicious so that was that was you telling yourself that Mm -hmm. i would love for you to try these crackers becca i mean you can i can guarantee i can Uh, the first bite you'll be like you know what they're not so bad the third bite you'll be like get these things away from me (laughs) i did this um three-day like uh cleanse type thing last year before Coachella and it was um like you drank the proteins the protein powder yeah and, and it was literally like you couldn't it was like water and the protein powder that was it there was mm-hmm. no like almond milk or fruit or anything 
That was bad. And then they had the the bars that were with it tasted like mm-hmm. hard or like soft chalk. chalk. And I did it for it was supposed to be seven days. I made it wow. for three. And then my sisters one night said they were coming home and asked if I wanted anything from Jack in the Box. And that's where I, things took I, a turn. Yeah, they took a sharp turn. Um, what did you have for breakfast this morning or have you eaten today? I haven't eaten today. It's 11 a.m. and you've not eaten a thing. No, nothing. What will you eat when you leave here? Unsure. Mm. What are you doing for lunch? Uh, well, I made a salad, but okay. I can eat my salad tomorrow. If you want to go yeah. to Coral Tree. I have, okay. Oh, you have plans? I have some things I have to do. Oh. Don't worry about it. Um, we need to get to the Dr. W conversation. Yes, okay. we do. But I'm wondering if we should maybe uh, talk about care of before we do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just got my care of. Um, oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really into the care of vitamins. This um, is actually a good segue because we're talking about eating healthy. Treating our body right. Treating our body right. Uh, something that I'm a firm believer, I'm a big believer in um, vitamins, but taking the vitamins that you need to. Right. Not well, just so taking many. a million vitamins that don't do anything. Right. And everyone's body is different. So um, Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service and they deliver completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Yeah. And so you go, you take this online quiz, that asks you about your diet and your health goals, lifestyle choices. It really only takes five minutes. I actually did this last week. And then you find out what vitamins and supplements that you specifically need. Yeah. Um, my quiz basically was, it was very much geared towards my digestive system, which I know I could probably help myself there in mm-hmm. other ways but so you probably have probiotics in your packet yeah so it was probiotics I wish I had I wish I had like the list but it was a lot of stuff that I mean I I would have no idea if I went to the store and tried to pick out vitamins for myself I wouldn't know what to get mm-hmm. so it was really helpful with them like being able to put it all together and they come in little packets that have your name on them yeah and they also also if you're a vegan or vegetarian they do have supplement options available to match your dietary needs yeah, so for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, t- visit TakeCareOf.com and enter Becca. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter B-E-C-C-A for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code Becca. Becca. Okay, Dr. W. Dr. W and I are not seeing each other anymore. We are not seeing each other anymore. <laughs> and that's the end what of were you sentence. waiting for? Sorry, I don't know. Mark was like looking behind me. So I was like, is he behind me or no, something? No. Like, oh. <laughs> no, he's not here. Um, yeah, so we are, uh, I'm bummed for sure. I think um, obviously like I would, I don't I don't know. I had I think I get a little ahead of myself sometimes. And I think because I was going on really good, like it was a really good momentum in the beginning that I was like getting ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, so we're not seeing each other anymore, and it's okay because I feel um, hopeful and excited about the fact that I was dating somebody that I was really interested in. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, like I it think, felt good to like. Yeah, I think for feel so long, that excitement. I was like going on just such so many bad dates and uh-huh. just like having a terrible time dating that it actually gave me hope that like I can have those feelings again for somebody. And like it was a short amount of time and I really like had strong feelings for him. So, yeah, I think if anything, I'm more like excited and hopeful that I can feel that way again. Because I remember you saying before you met him, this is well before you met him, months before that you hadn't felt the mm-hmm. spark in a very long time with a guy and it was a concern to you for sure i'm mm-hmm. like is this is am i have i just been so 
like numb to everything that I can't have these feelings mm-hmm. again. So I think I clearly can and I did. So I'm like happy about that. Yeah. It's great. And we want to respect your privacy and of course his privacy as far as why it ended. But I think it's fair to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the momentum slowed, the spark went out, and that's kind of that, right? I mean, yeah, I just think long term, it just wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. and he, uh, nobody's heart was broken in this situation. I think it was too soon for hearts yes, to be broken. Yes, understood. You know? Okay. Yeah, I feel like if anything, there might have, there might be like disappointment of like, oh man, that was it was really great, and then it it wasn't great anymore, yeah. and then it's like, oh bummer. But yeah, and I get, I mean, I'm like an emotional person. You know me, like I'm such a cancer that like I feel every emotion. So <laughs> obviously, like I get sad. You know, you don't when anything ends, you get sad. But yeah, like I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. I feel like you're. I feel like you're in a good place mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, um, I'm like. Uh, Good momentum moving forward. Good. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm in a really good headspace and like I'm in a really good season of life where I think that, um, if anything, this also made me feel like dating can be fun and like there are guys out there that I will connect with, connect yeah. with and ha- check off everything that I want and can feel. And I don't know, like I'm like moving and just like starting a new a fresh start. Fresh start, and I'm just, like, kind of pumped about it. Good. Yeah. You're, you're 32. Here we come. Um, it's a whole new Tanya. 31. Hey, She's turning 31. 31. It's your 32nd It's weirding year. me out, though. I know. It's weirding me out. Like, I'm like, whoa, did I miss a whole did year? Did you know yeah. that when you're 31, you experience your billionth second? Yeah. You just, <laughs> Mark was so excited about that. It's <laughs> literally, like, I love stopped. that. Isn't that interesting, Becca? That is interesting. Your billionth love, second happens when you're 31. I love finding out facts from you that I would never <laughs> learn otherwise. You know, Mark, though, can I tell you, when the whole thing happened, the whole ending happened with Dr. W, I feel like Mark was, like, I don't want to say more sad than I was, but, like, I felt like Mark took it really personal. I feel I did. like the, yeah. our, our listeners were very upset, too. Like, yeah. they felt like... Everyone was very concerned. I had a lot of emotions about it. It wasn't just sadness. There were a lot of emotions I felt about that. I know. It was uh, it was like so, I don't know, we get like really excited about things together. Yeah. I think this was a lesson for the both of us that we need to <laughs> tone it down a notch. Maybe we Not do. Not get too excited <laughs> too soon. I'm but, also a cancer, so yeah. I feel all those emotions as well. Yeah. But I love the excitement because I yes. don't really get that. I don't get that. I'm always like a little more hesitant. So it's fun for me to watch like other people get excited about things because I'm always kind of like. Oh, whatever. Like, what happens will happen. I know. And I can't change that about myself. I know, and I can't change that about myself. I know, so don't. It's, but it, <laughs> but I'm, I think I'm like, I am like, I mean, we're cancers, but I'm like Tanya. When I was dating, I was the one that got so excited so quickly, mm-hmm. and it cost me, and it cost me, and it cost me. And then I met somebody who was just as excited. Yeah. And it's been 21 years. Right. So that's, that's the game. Totally. It's finding that other person who gets just as excited from minute one. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, from some of the listeners, we found out that Tim Tebow is off the market. (laughs) (laughs) I've never gotten so many messages before. People were genuinely upset. It's like they moved on from Dr. W very quickly. Very quickly. And they were like, oh, Tim Tebow, man. (laughs) Side note, did you know that uh, Ryan's sister, Meredith, is like friends with his sister? Oh, really? Yeah, she texted me yesterday, and she was like, I'm peeing my pants over this Tim Tebow interview. I was like, where was this six months Yeah, did she just hear it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. What in the world? 
Wow, we really could have used her. Yeah, I know. I was like, wow, good to know. All right, uh, Fashion Elaine is on the phone, but I want to talk about BioClarity. But before, so after BioClarity, uh, Fashion Elaine is doing this woke up this way challenge that we have to talk about. And I think you're gonna yeah, it's really cool. Be into this, yeah, it's really yeah. great. Um, I want to talk about BioClarity because while we talk about um, health and how we take care of our bodies internally, it's also important to take care of our skin. Yes, it is. And we've talked about BioClarity multiple times on the podcast but um having clear skin is you think about it i remember thinking when people would struggle with having you know acne or anything i'm like come on it's just your skin and then when i went through my time having a weird breakouts all of a sudden it really kind of makes you feel self-conscious just, yeah it makes you feel self-conscious so mm-hmm. it's really important that you're using good products and clean products and that's what bioclarity is yeah they have uh the clear skin routine for combination oily or breakout prone skin it's three steps cleanse treat restore this has the nourishing plant extracts like chamomile green tea cucumber licorice root <laughs> uh, oat kernel plus floralax from chlorophyll and it helps fight breakouts soothe skin minimize redness reduce pore size and even skin tone Okay, so Floralux, that's BioClarity's unique ingredient. And what it is, it's a clever form of chlorophyll. So it's proven for nourishing the skin, soothing away imperfections and blemishes. And the really, one of the best things about BioClarity is that it's delivered straight to you. And it's an easy to use three-step skincare routine that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty free. Yep. So you can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine plus the shipping is free. And it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you have to enter our code BECCA. So it's bioclarity.com and enter code BECCA. Okay, so um, on the phone, we have Elaine, and she, well, Fashion Lane is her website and her blog, but she started this hashtag woke up this way challenge, and I've been seeing it everywhere, and I didn't realize that, um, like, who started or where it came from, and so I'm very interested in this because it's a very important movement happening on Instagram. Yeah, I also think it's just kind of something that's really happening just in general, like, you know, I don't know if you saw Ellie Fedotowski's um, oh, yeah. postpartum baby body that she posted yeah, and like Candace awesome. Swanepoel, you know, wearing a bikini 12 days after she had her baby and she still had, like in her baby bum. Yeah. And like, I just think it's really cool that and Lena Dunham posting her photo. I think just women embracing their bodies and their imperfections is it's really, really cool to see right now. Yes. So we have Fashion Elaine on the phone. Elaine, are you there? Yeah. Hi. hi. Thank, no, thank you so much for coming on. I love your this movement and what you're doing and what you started. But um, I kind of wanted to talk about like where it came from or how it came about. Yeah. So the story is a year ago. So I'm a blogger. And a year ago, I was at Coachella, which many of us go to. And I had this moment where I call it my woke moment, um, where I was by the Ferris wheel, which everyone, you know, goes and takes their photo there. And, you know, I'm being sent out by brands, going to parties, like living my best blogger life. And all I could think about was I need this photo by the Ferris wheel, right? And here I am, like, sick with a fever. I just missed my favorite performer. And all I can care about was this photo that I needed to post on my Instagram to show the world that, like, I was at Coachella having the best time. 
and I took this photo and it was the most perfect photo that you could ever post. And I just came back and I was just like, first of all, when I was at Coachella, I looked around me and saw everyone else doing the same thing, blogger or not taking these photos. And I'm like, what world do we live in where like we're all so consumed with like posting these things on social media that we can't even enjoy a moment and like be happy for ourselves is what I felt because I was so upset at that moment. And so when I came back, I just felt like I was on this mission for this past year to kind of change the way that we see and speak about social media and like really bring awareness to the fact that like, and I wrote in this post that I did of that photo that if I didn't say anything, you would have thought this was the most perfect photo and the perfect day. But in fact, I was sick. I missed my performer and all this stuff. But through social media, you don't know these things and you don't see these things. So I wanted to start a challenge about um, so we can all have this conversation that we all are aware that we all deal with things. We deal with imperfections. We deal with real life struggles and kind of like unifying the world in this way. And so the concept of the woke up this way is I'm like, well, what's the most imperfect photo of ourselves? And that's what we look like what we when we wake up in the morning without our hair and makeup done. And I know so for a lot of girls taking part in this movement, it's been even more powerful since you can't wear the hair and makeup that guys don't typically have to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's just been a conversation of like bringing realness back to social media is like the tagline I've created about it. So in every way of like what you look like, because a lot of girls, you know, put filters on things and face tune things. And then also about the real struggles we kind of go through behind the scenes with the perfect photos. I, it's so true. Like I go to these amazing events and these shows and I, I have these moments where I'm focused on getting the perfect photo or the perfect video. And I have, I've had moments where I think like, why am I not enjoying this? Like, this is such an amazing experience and it's, it's getting warped by trying to get a photo to post on Instagram. I think it's just like, also it doesn't have to be a part, like, cause I, you know what? I love Instagram. I don't care. I'll admit it. I freaking love it. Oh, yeah. Love Instagram. And I like sharing photos. I like posting photos right. from places that I go. But it's it's like it doesn't have to be the perfect photo. I think like sometimes we get so hung up on like, does it? You know what I mean? And I do it too. Where like you get hung up on having like the perfect photo. Where sometimes it's like maybe we just like just post a photo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be like. I think I, I sometimes I'm like I need the perfect background. The lighting needs to right. be great. And it's like why not just post what it was like there and mm-hmm. that we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, and it's like I mean, even with my friends, it's like I didn't get this many likes on the photo. Should I delete it? And it's like we all are living in this world of like <laughs> need to get likes. Like we we feel validated by the amount of likes and comments we get. You know, and I actually went back to this to my high school. This is a couple months ago, and this girl told me that um, if she doesn't get a hundred likes on her photo, she takes it down. And I was like, wow, yeah. this girl's probably fourteen years old. Oh. It's- so sad and I was like one girl that posted like I've, like I've been reading everyone's comments and like captions which has been more moving than just even the photo itself and this one like 14 year old girl wrote this thing like you know like I, I'm not so happy with what I look like and it's even affected like the way I talk to boys and like all this stuff but like she saw someone else post this which inspired her post mm-hmm. and she's like I'm just gonna do this because I just I feel like I should and like I you know I feel better like doing this post and then she's like but I'm also posting a photo like as a swipe like of me with a filter just so like I feel a little better about myself 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's more of just, I mean, Instagram is fun and there is so many things you can do with editing and there is fun to it. I mean, I don't think anyone should be shamed for editing or doing anything like that, but I do think it is important to show the real parts during, you know, throughout the craziness that, Hey, I have a pimple or Hey, my hair is terrible right now. Or Hey, you know, I'm not happy with my body, but I'm working towards something to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think it's really important. So I'm, I'm so glad that we got to talk to you and have you come on the show and talk about it because it, it is very important right yeah, now. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for sharing this movement. It's so special, and I'm just, like, so overwhelmed with all the people that are loving the idea and feeling unified together. So thank you guys for sharing it. Yeah, thank so you. once again, her website is fashionlane.com. And what's your Instagram, Elaine? Yeah, it's I am Fashion Lane, but it's L-A-I-N-E. All right, perfect. So I am Fashion Lane, and then the hashtag is Woke Up This Way Challenge. So everyone yep. check it out. It's pretty awesome. Everyone get woke. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right, have a good day. Bye. Bye. I was, like, so moved by this Ali Fedotowski photo. I, I like, know. I saw your post. I don't know why it just, like, really <laughs> hit me because I think I don't know why it just, like, affected me so much. Well, it's kind of similar. Caitlin Bristow did the real Instagram where she and I – did a few like I've done a few photos where it's just like no makeup this is what I look like no filter or anything and it is really interesting to see how people react to it you realize how important it is to show people that you know like beyond all the like professional photos and the makeup and the glam like everyone has because like I saw photos this was her second child that she just had I saw photos of her after her first child and like she got her body I don't know how I don't know the how long it takes to get your body back I've never had a baby Mm Um, but I saw photos of her after her first and looked like she bounced back really quick. Body looks banging, you know, and then she posted this. I don't, I think she had the baby in May and it's just so like, I was like, wow, that, that takes like, that's so brave to just Mm -hmm. like bear all your imperfections like that. Yeah. And like, she'll get her body back. I mean, obviously it takes time, but it's just really crazy. I wish people knew how beautiful they are. Like no one seems to know that. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like no one, everyone is mm-hmm. in their own way, mm-hmm. but no one gets that. Totally. Because everybody wants to change something about themselves. There's always yeah. something. Yeah, there's always something. And mm-hmm. I think that's so strange. Mm-hmm. And that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Now that we have the ability to change those things, mm-hmm. we just do it rather than accepting ourselves. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. I have a friend that like, she thinks that her face is like not cute. She's like, likes her body, but she's like, I don't like my face. I'm like, you are so pretty. Like, are you, that's so weird. It is weird. It's all weird. Yeah, it is weird. And I think it's like we it is. I mean, I love social media and it's my job, essentially. But there is that point where you go, okay, like this isn't all real all the time. And so I think that's why these posts like Allie and this woke up this way. Like, that's why they stick out to us. And And Lena, did you see Lena Dunham's? No. What'd she post? She posted two photos side by side. And she's like, the one on the left, I'm 130 pounds. eating like whatever not you know getting compliments compliments by everybody on the cover of tabloid saying like the diet that works and on the right side i'm 160 some pounds oh yeah happy getting compliments from people that care about me and uh eating like eating normal food or i can't remember exactly what it was but essentially it was like side by side like 30 pound difference and just mm-hmm. how like mentally freed she felt you yeah. know being she's like i'm happier and like it 
doesn't matter. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I look at the photo on the left and I think like, dang, I looked yeah. better, but like my happiness matters more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you can tell in the photos, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I just you can looked just, at it. She, yeah. Yeah. I know I've seen someone posted, reposted a story like that on our Facebook group. And she was saying she, she was getting all the guys that she wanted and she was as, like as skinny as she wanted to be, but she was like, I was miserable. I'd go home and, and feel like this emptiness. Mm-hmm. And then she posted a photo of her now and she was like, I'm married to this guy who adores me and loves me. And it's it's really it's interesting because yeah. like especially for me. So I obviously I've been open about the fact that I was doing, you know, Teddy's accountability program and like I lost a lot of weight. And I set this goal for myself and it was like a, a weight, like a, a number on the scale. Uh, and I never hit that number, but I didn't as I was like going down and like I was eating healthier and feeling better. I didn't want to hit that number anymore. I wanted to just be where I'm at now because mm-hmm. this to me feels sustainable and I feel happy and I feel healthy and I feel like I look good. And I never like it was just like I didn't never hit that number that I wanted to hit in my mind. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't matter because I'm happy where I am now. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Being like I'm, he- I'm definitely healthier. My habits are better. Right. And I just feel good. And I'm not where I thought that I wanted to be. Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't know. No, I think it's, like I said, I think it's like, I think everyone looks at you and sees like your journey and sees like how, how great you look. And, but beyond that, you feel good and you're happy and you're like, you can tell more from how your personality, like just that you feel better and that you, you are more confident in yourself because you feel better. And it's not so much about like the number on a scale or anything like that. Right. Um, I'd love to know more about Dagny Dover, if you guys don't mind. Good segue. No segue at all. <laughs> None, no, yeah. I don't think. I, I think segues are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> we had some good ones with Derek Cuff last week. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. Um, Dagny Dover, we talked about this a while ago on the podcast, and I use their bag that they sent me all the time. This is it's true. It's like the green little duffel bag, and it's perfect for going to the gym as a carry-on. I don't go to the gym. Yeah, I was like, how long? I'm how saying often are you for others, if other people go to the gym. <laughs> I don't well, go to the gym, but I do travel a lot, and yeah. I use it as a carry-on. And if I go stay anywhere, I take it there. But I, um, for others, I was for you. Yeah, I should take that one to the gym. Yeah. I actually have the backpack, the little blue backpack. It's really cute, and there's so many. The thing that I love about it is there's so many compartments. So I like just lose my bag. Is just like a a black hole of things. I just like toss stuff in there and I can never find it. This has like so many different compartments to like put all the things that I need. So that I know where everything, everything has its place. It's almost like my uh, type A personalities dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. A dream, dream bag. I believe mean, a lot of type A's listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dagny Dover, it's like a combination of fashion and function. So it's super cute, looks great, but also has the functionality of accommodating a type A personality who loses their things in their bag. It, I mean, nothing drives me more than searching for my keys for maybe 10 minutes. It irks your pickle. Scrubbing in oh, with sh- I'm sorry. Whoops. My bad. I hit a button. <laughs> it totally irks my pickle. Yeah. It really, really does. Uh, but so they, uh, they're versatile. <laughs> 
Everyone good? Yeah, everyone's good. <laughs> so the quick drying, lightweight neoprene. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's yeah. Is that how you pronounce yeah, that? neoprene, yeah. Oh, okay. It's the ultimate performance fabric. It's a dedicated spots for all your necessities. I told you, like laptop, wallet, phone, sneakers. Um, I I really do love it. It's just, it's such a cool look too. It just looks like a normal backpack, but inside. So much going on in there. Yeah. It's like the container store. In like a backpack. The, the container store makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me happier than an organization like that. I need you to go. Maybe we can go on your birthday and get me stuff to organize my office. Is your closet? Since uh, what is the state you of your happier? closet? It's been a few months. My broom, it's all a disaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, last time I saw it, it wasn't in tip-top it's shape. It's worse it wasn't than then. Oh. <laughs> um, but the really great thing is that they're, um, um, what's it called when guys and girls can use... They're dual, uh, dual. No, you're not. It's not that. Whatever. Unisex. Unisex. Oh, yeah. the bags are unisex, um, so you can buy one or you and I sex. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Dagny Dover is offering our listeners twenty percent off your purchase. Is that not you- a funny joke? <laughs> <laughs> is it not? Well, is Anybody watch Friends here? I mean, oh, it's a Friends thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's, if it's from Friends, then it, yeah, it is a funny joke. Fairweather fans. You remember Joey? I'm trying to. You I'm and I sex? Tell. Okay, tell them where to go. Okay. Dagny Dover is offering our listeners 20% off your purchase when you go to dagnydover.com slash Becca and enter code Becca. Don't put off getting organized. The bags have changed our lives. Truly. Check them out at dagnydover.com slash Becca. That's D-A-G-N-E dover.com slash Becca and use promo code Becca. To get 20% off your order, and you will be so happy that you did. Yeah. Can we uh, get into this? We've put it off for a couple of weeks, but it was a big uh, hullabaloo on the website, on the Facebook group from Carrie Joe, who said, I'm curious what everyone else thinks. What do y'all use to wash your body with? And then she put mm. choices. You could vote loofah, your hands, washcloth. And mm-hmm. here are the results 54% said a loofah. Oh. 35% said their hands. 11% said a washcloth. So before I read some of the comments, which I thought were hilarious, what do you guys use to wash yourselves in the shower? I am a loofah person. Oh, wait, I use, why are you grossed out? Do you know how much bacteria is in that? Do you wash it daily in hot water? Yeah. No, you don't. Well, yeah, I do. It's in the shower. That's the hot water that's coming out of the shower. Oh my God, no. It needs to be like, you need to throw it in like your washing machine or something Oh every my day. God, whatever. Okay, I don't consider myself that dirty. You're washing also, bacteria skin. It's just okay, like sitting but there. But I will say this. If I'm using like a bar a of soap, container. like a bar okay, of soap. Hold on, Tanya. If I'm using a bar of soap, I use my hands. Yes. I'd never use a washcloth. Okay. So I go between hands and the loofah. How often have you been using a loofah? Not the same loofah, just loofahs in your life. Uh, you know, I would say quite a few years. Quite a few years. Yeah. And has it made you sick? Have you vomited from loofah no, use? No, always has smell very good. This bacteria clean. that's making Tanya turn green talking about it, has that ever caused problems for nah. you? Me neither. I've been a loofah guy yeah. for a long time. 54%. There's been no issues. And that is clearly the winner. Tanya, what do you use? I'm not saying it's going to make you sick. I use my hands. You don't, do you know how many bacteria is on your hands? Not when you wash your hands with soap and you I sing Happy my Birthday Luka twice. with soap on it and wash it off in hot water. Boom. I don't think you wash it well enough because the, your skin particles get inside the loofah and then they just sit there in wetness and they just like grow bacteria day in, day out. But so what? The bacteria isn't affecting the, us in you any you way. Just take, you don't want to wash yourself to clean the with world, bacteria? The world is bacteria. 
We're surrounded yeah. by bacteria. We are in a bacteria-filled world. Benny Blanco's feet were just on that counter. <gasps> Who? Benny Blanco. Why? What counter? Where? I don't this like counter, feet. This counter that Tanya's sitting at. He put his feet up there to prove that he was barefoot. Yeah. And you're just like sitting there. Fine. Foot juice. But it's bacteria. I'm just saying. It's all bacteria. But I'm not putting it on my armpits. Okay, but let me ask you, let me give you <laughs> Lindsay's comment because I kind of, this is my thought is kind of where Lindsay, she's speaking for me. She said, when I first dated my boyfriends, I was amazed that there was not a washcloth in the shower. You're telling me I'm supposed to finger my own belly button and butt crack to get clean? No, thank you. Ew. <laughs> is that not what you just admitted to doing? No, yes, but I don't, you're putting a loofah in your, all these places day in, day out with all the bacteria in there. Just really, So how are you cleaning it? With my hands. <laughs> my hands have gone far That's worse places. That's what she's saying. <laughs> she's saying you're telling me I'm supposed to finger my own belly button. Yes, finger your own That's belly button and then, well, yeah, wash your hands right out and wash your hands. Uh, as far as the washcloths go, uh, let's see, uh, my, Mallory, I lived with a friend in high school. Literally didn't know until then that not everyone uses washcloths. I was shocked. Isn't that literally what they're for, washcloths? Isn't that why they're manufactured in the first place? Yeah, but that was before the loofah. Understood, but isn't that the point of washcloths? Like, you can choose one or the other, but the point is to wash with a cloth in the shower, Yes. I suppose. I don't know. I don't work for a towel company. Uh, Vanessa agrees with Tanya. For all of you saying loofah, stop it. It's seriously not sanitary, but if you must, change them every week. Yeah. Every week? Yeah. Oh, my God. If I had a new one every day, I would use it, but that just seems wasteful. It does. Yeah. It all seems it's wasteful. It's all very strange. So Your I don't hands. think we've come to any. No, I think hands are weird. I do. I mean, I use, like, I don't use a washcloth. It's either a loofah or my hands. Tori, what do you use? Um, <laughs> She's a washcloth oh, person, so everyone's right. You throw it in the washing machine. Yeah, I actually throw stuff in the dishwasher a lot to sterilize it because it's hot water. Yeah, but now we don't want to have uh, dishes. Yeah, I don't like it with the dishes. We don't want to eat, eat off dishes yourself. at your house now. Yeah, I'm never eating anything in. off of your, off Please, of your plate. relax. <laughs> relax. All right, we need to get to emails, but first, tell me about Framebridge because Ooh. I love Wait. What, what a good frame does for a good photo. I love a good framed photo and a good house. Like lots of framed photos in my home. Mm-hmm. And it's so expensive until now. Until now. Um, my favorite thing is that Amy, um, her sister-in-law has used a bunch of our promo codes on different products of, from our sponsors. But she did get a bunch of framed photos because they have two cute, adorable babies. Mm-hmm. And they want, obviously they want framed photos. So, um if you've been listening to the show for a while, we have talked about Frame Bridge before. They make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the travel photos that we all have sitting on our phones. Here's how it works. So you go to framebridge.com and you upload your photo or uh, they'll send you a packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. So I'm actually really excited because when I move, I'm going to frame. I have a lot of things that I've been like saving up and this is like... Like, just, like, things from work, you know? Like, I got this, like, Taylor Swift uh, photo signed, and mm-hmm. I got this, like, Nick Jonas letter, like, that he did for this event. So I have all these little, like, knickknacks that I want to get framed, but I want them all to be, um, what's the word? Uniform? Unison? The same. Okay. Yeah. But I wanted to do it when I moved into my new, when I moved into my own place, so that 
I can have a place to like actually put them up. You don't want them to be uniform. Is that what you're saying? No, no I she want wants them, them to, like, to look all look the same. same. Kind of because like, at the iHeart building here, all of the artwork on the walls is very, very the same every room you go in. They like a consistent look. And is that kind of what you're going for? Yes. But I, I don't have anywhere right now in my apartment to put these things framed. So I've been saving them up. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have them send me like the packaging so I can safely send them these little trinkets and I can get them back framed and put into my new home. Yeah, it's so cute. And it's really, really easy. Like it used to, I'd have to go to CVS, print out the photo, mm-hmm. go find a frame somewhere. With this, all you have to do is upload your favorite photo and they have an expert team at FrameBridge and they'll custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, mm-hmm. ready to hang. It was so easy to hang, which I'm not like a handyman or anything. No, don't, don't. And I did it myself. And instead of the hundreds that you'd pay at framing stores, literally hundreds of dollars, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use promo code Becca. Becca. That was an early one, but we'll do it again. Yeah. Um, so get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, or special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Becca and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order That's framebridge.com, promo code Becca. One more time, framebridge.com, promo code Becca. We hadn't mentioned that. That's big news in Tanya's life, that she's going to have her own place in the San Fernando Valley. She's leaving her roommate. Yeah, well, it's like happening. I'm sorry, what? Where are you You went out of town, and I'm moving out. And she's moving far away from Becca. Like, this is a big deal. Yeah, I'm moving across the 405. Wow. So if you don't live in Los Angeles, I'm not sure how to explain this to you, but basically they're going to be a good 20-minute drive away from each other, but Without that 20 tra- minutes Without is traffic. on the worst freeway in America, uh-huh. so it's going to be at least 45 minutes to an hour away from each other, which I think is going to harm this friendship. It's like we're only going to see each other when we do the podcast. Pretty much. Do you ever go to the Valley? Not often. Yeah. No, never. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. And I always have to go to your house. What? When where we are now? I mean, you're two blocks away from me. Right. You never go to Tanya's. No. Why? She never invites me. Yeah. Mm. Becca's house is like cozier. <laughs> oh, okay. I love that. My welcome mat says, "Come in and cozy up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's such Southern charm. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. We have a wide variety of email topics to get to this week. First is Vanessa. But am I really not going to see you? <laughs> I mean, this is... It's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to talk about this. These are different area codes now. And if you ever saw (gasps) Swingers... Different area You'll know that the 310 and the 818 are very different places. Don't you want to move to the Valley? No. I mean, I am looking for places, but there's no set... It's not set in motion or anything. Well, now you have motivation. I know. Good thing I have Fekka. But it's actually really cute. Like, I kind of like this area. Like, I'm liking it more and more. Okay. Becca, you may need to find you. I might actually. Can we start a GoFundMe no. for Fanya? You don't even want a Fanya. She doesn't need a Fanya because I'm always here. She doesn't want a Tanya. Yeah, she doesn't even want Tanya. So like Fanya would really get neglected. Okay. Fanya, I need Fanya. All right, Vanessa. First of all, she has wonderful things to say. She loves you. She feels like she really knows you guys. Congrats on all your success with the podcast. And Tanya, keep up the great work filling in on Honor with Ryan Seacrest. Isn't that nice of her? That is so nice. Uh, She's 28 and a mom of two adorable babies. They're a year apart, 15 months and two months, almost a year apart. Um, You know, Irish twins, some would say. Life with kids is so incredible, but also exhausting. And obviously, it takes more effort to do social activities. I'm the first of my girlfriends to have kids. They're all thrilled to be honorary aunties. But do you think they're okay with the kids tagging along when they invite us to social events? 
We're grateful to have the grandmas babysit for big events, but we don't feel like we're going to take advantage of them for every little dinner and brunch date, so we bring the kids along. My husband and I have always said we don't want to become hermits or say no to plans because of the kids, but are we annoying our friends? They don't seem to be annoyed, but we're worried that they're annoyed. That's just P.S. Mark. I'm dreaming of the day that both kids will be at a sleepover so we can have a night to ourselves. Okay, so before we get to the email, I mentioned that a few weeks ago, that both of my kids were at sleepovers, and Amy mm-hmm. and I had a night to ourselves uh-huh. for the first time like ever. That didn't work out so well. My nine-year-old called at 1.30 in the morning and said, can I come home, please? And so we went and got her. So well, That was a good idea. We had a nice evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a date night. Yeah, it was. Um, so uh, would you guys be annoyed if one of your circle of friends always brought their babies out? That silence <laughs> tells you a lot, Vanessa. Okay, here's the thing. It really depends on how the kids behave because I love ba- I loved kids. Like I love babies. I can I'm always the one if we're at a social event and there's a baby, I'm always like kind of creepy where I'm like, I'll hold your baby if you want to break. Totally. And I'm like, I'm good with kids, like you can trust me, mm-hmm. but they've never met me before, but I I am very happy to do that. I don't know if every time if I invited my friend out and they brought the kids if I'd be like excited every time if I'm being honest it's just it's so weird because like when you're in a certain like I guess season of life like we're not in that season of our lives so like it doesn't even it doesn't even dawn on me like I feel uh it doesn't I wouldn't even like what do we do we like hang out at each other's houses and like go do random things like yeah I don't know it'd be weird to be like okay yeah let's bring a kid to the well two Bring two kids, kids to the sweat lodge, or yeah. well, but, I, think, I think she's more talking about dinner, yeah. drinks. That I think sort of thing. maybe there's like a time, like maybe once every other time you bring the kids, and maybe the other times you either don't go or you get a babysitter. I, I think there does, as the guy with kids, I think there is a ramp up of missing activities, and I know the phone yeah. can be difficult. Or, or like I would, uh, two of my friends just had a baby, and they invite me over to their house a lot, so uh-huh. I just go to their house. Yeah. we have dinner at their house. Uh-huh. I hang out with cute little Lennon, and like all is good. Actually, the kids don't want to be there. That's what I was going to say. Your friends don't yeah. really want your kids there. I think you're probably going to have to give up some stuff. Yeah. I know you don't want to be hermits, but maybe-, maybe... have social nights at the house or yeah. every yeah. other time or Compromise. something. To, yeah. Be half hermits. Yeah. yeah. Be half Semi-hermits. Like it is. It kind of is. It's not like, obviously you adore your kids and you're happy with your life, but there are there are, there are sacrifices you make when you become a parent. And it's great that your friends aren't making you feel that way, but yeah. I think your friends are probably over it. Yeah. Or just invite them over. Yeah. yeah. Anonymous, she, uh, thank you so much for the podcast. I know you heard it a thousand times, but thanks to each of you and the Facebook group, I have grown as an individual tremendously. Mm. That's high praise. Uh, anyway, she was talking about, we were talking about uh, people who can't have uh, children recently, July 9th, she says. She was born with a syndrome that prevents her from ever carrying children. And while she may never be able to be barefoot and pregnant like she's always dreamed of being, uh, she may be able to have a surrogate. She may adopt. She's not sure. But anyway, her point is, at what point in a relationship do you tell the person that you can't have children? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't seem like first date mm-hmm, conversation. Right. Yeah. So when do you say that before the guy feels like he's been duped it's too far in? Uh, she's asking me and Easton, I'll mention Easton in a second, but how would you handle it if your significant other let you know they couldn't have kids? Is it a turnoff? Could you love them the same? What would you want from your significant other in the taking it in period? Thanks for your help. Love you guys dearly. You've helped me become the young lady I am today. Oh, that's Aww. so sweet. 
nice. That is really nice. That's really nice. Uh, Easton's not but on the past couple of weeks because he's doing another podcast down the hall. Traitor. We are, we are an assembly line at iHeartMedia, and so we're having to divide and conquer a little bit because there's more. We're, we're always creating more. Not happy about this. No, I'm he'll selfish. be back. He will be back. Yeah, okay. Anyway, thoughts? Um, I don't I mean, I don't know when the right time is to, to bring that up. I, obviously, it's not the first date, but... I do think if it becomes where you could see yourself with this person long term, I think it, it when you when that moment hits of like I could see myself marrying this person and him being the father of my kids that I hope to adopt or mm-hmm. um, have someone else carry for me one day. I think it's important for you to be honest and upfront about that because you don't want to get to a point where he feels like you withheld this information from him. However, I don't. Personally, I and I am a female, but if it's a turnoff, I would be surprised. I mean, I, I guess I know because it's not. I mean, she can always not, uh, surrogacy is an option. It's not like she can't. True, because I think speaking as a guy, guys are very selfish. Guys want to make more of themselves right. in the world. You know, right. I think it could be a deal breaker for some guys. The surrogacy is interesting because then it still is your kid. And right, his kid, right. and that's kind of the same idea. Adopting, as as glorious as that is, I think some people don't put that at to- the top of their list. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're not deep enough into the relationship, they're going to look elsewhere, perhaps. So, mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a tough tightrope to walk. I mean, I would probably give the worst advice because I'm such a bully. I overshare to the tenth degree. So, like second, third date in, I'm like. <laughs> bearing every part of me to somebody so like i would not be willing to give you any advice because i'd probably do the opposite than what you should do like literally third day with dr w i was like and i like i'm constipated you know what I mean? like, I don't have, like no filter and like i try to like give all the like bad news early so that they know like what to prepare for sure do you know what i mean I'm this like, morning she said like, how much time do i have about 10 minutes okay i'm gonna go change my tampon tanya i don't need to know that I know, like, and I even find myself saying, I'm going to the restroom. Would have been fine. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Would have been fine. fine but... Or not even, just leaving the room. We understand yeah. that you're yeah. not going home. Well, I needed to know how much time I had. Yes. Well, yeah, going to the restroom would have sufficed. Yeah. I just um, overshare. And so I think I'm just not going to give my advice on this. Yeah. Because I think I'd say Tom right away, but that would not be. Well, it's probably better to be up front at some point, but I don't yeah. know. But it's not first date. It's not second Mm-mm. date, but it's probably when the intimacy starts to ramp up. Yeah. That's probably the time. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think it should be something that you live with like shame about. Like yeah. it, it's something that you can't control and you do have the option to be a parent or mom one mm-hmm. day. And that's very exciting. And I hope that whoever you're dating, um, like respects that and loves you all the way. Mm-hmm. So. Scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com. Yeah. This one's frustrating, but this is one of those emails where I think a lot of times people sit down to write us an email and they answer their own question. They get it all out, and all the answers are right there on the page, and they still can't quite Which see one it. Are you looking is this this from is Chelsea. Okay. Oh. Changed his tune is what it's titled. I moved in with my on and off again boyfriend for eight years. I'm sorry, we've been together eight years on and off. We moved in together four months ago. Things were fine for a while, then they went downhill. He says he's unhappy and things can't be fixed. He is burned out emotionally. He doesn't see us working out. He doesn't want kids. He doesn't want marriage with me, etc. 
It's so hard for me to just chalk it up and say we're different people. That's not the issue. The issue is his lack of affection, his lack of sex drive, his lack of romance in any way, never planning things with me ever, no communication, Ooh. taking me for granted. Ooh. He said he thinks it would be best if I move out because it's his house. Ooh. I'm so hurt by this, I packed a bag because I wanted us to take time apart before I officially move out. I'm thinking maybe if I spend some time away from him, he'll realize that he's making a mistake. Maybe it would give us time to cool down and see the situation better. Or should I get all my stuff out of there right now? I know once I move out, there is no going back and it's over for good. I can never forgive him for giving up on us again and kicking me out again. I just can't. Chelsea. Get out. What's the deal? Yeah, you got to get out of that. I mean, you're ranting here, so maybe you're leaving out all of the wonderful qualities he has, but I don't see any on this page. I see nothing that should, I mean, aside from just being used to some, oh no, Tanya. Tanya. has a different take. Tanya's take. I don't have a different take, but I think it's a lot easier when you're not in the relationship. They've been together for eight years. On and off. On and off, but eight years is a long time of your life. He told her he doesn't want her, basically. In we don't know in what context. But he he, says he doesn't want see things working out, nor does he want kids or marriage with me. He doesn't. He's saying he don't want her. And on top of him saying those things with his mouth, he's been telling you all these things uh, non-verbally for a long time. No affection, no sex drive, no romance, no planning things, no communication. This sounds like a terrible relationship, Chelsea. I know, but yeah. I just I feel for her because I feel like. she's wrestling with the idea because she's invested so much of her Mm -hmm. time and energy and like wants us to work so bad. I don't know her age, but I think we can assume, I think most of our listeners and just from the Facebook group are in their mid twenties, maybe late twenties. So I think it's probably, you're right. She's given a good chunk Chunk of her life to this guy. So she's just kind of scraping. But also that means she doesn't know what else is out there. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I think a lot of people fear like I'm not going to get better than this. So I just need to stay in this and make it work somehow. Yeah. I think that's like a really, really big fear that people have. Like I'm, I can't do better than this when that's actually like a not, lie. it's such a lie yeah. that we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we create these narratives in our head and then like we make these narratives into a reality when like if you say I'm not going to deserve better. You're not going to find better. But when you're like envisioning and praying and thinking about that beautiful relationship that you want and you deserve, mm-hmm. you're going to step into it. It's yeah. just going to take some time. So let's motivate her. Yeah. Okay. At the very least, Chelsea, you deserve to be with someone who wants you. Like at the very least, that should be like level one. Yeah. Someone who wants you. I think what Chelsea, I think what you should do is you should write down what you want out of a relationship, what your expectations are of a, a happy, where you see yourself with somebody and really start like write them down, physically write them down, look at them every day and just start really envisioning that. And Chelsea... You are amazing. Yeah. And you woke up like this. Yeah. And you're a modern woman. Yes. Get out there. Yes. He Do does, better. He you're does a catch. Not deserve no. to live with you. No. Someone's going to be so lucky to have you someday, yeah. Chelsea. And you're going to be like, why did I waste eight years with yeah, that guy? I know. No more time wasted on this guy. No. And he's going to, and he one day is going to wake up and be like, yes. Why How did I, did I let, her, let go? her go? And you know what? You're going to be so far gone. Mm-hmm. That he's going to be like, shoot, I'm going to have to go with plan B. I could have had my plan A, yep. but I screwed it up. And you're going to be with your plan A mm-hmm. at that point. Which you're going to think was your plan B, but it was always your plan A. Go get all your stuff out of his house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pack, the, pack all the bags. Mm-hmm. Brandy. Wait, well, I like this anonymous one. Which one? Too insecure to date. All right. 
She turned 27, dating a ton in the last year, and she's not encountered great men. Because of this, I'm extra insecure whenever I first start talking to someone. How do I shake off these insecurities and not have the idea that every man just wants one thing? For example, I totally ruined things with a guy I was last dating because he said I had so many insecurities and jealousies, he couldn't handle it. But if you only knew how much I've been hurt, can you help a girl out? So sad. It is yeah, sad. That is sad. Because, like, I've been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Right? We've all felt unworthy. <laughs> Becca's like, nope. <laughs> wait, wait, I did not say that. Wait, that's not fair. She'd give me this look like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is not fair. To get to your credit, I don't think it's that you don't have insecurities. I think you just don't care when you're dating. Okay, well, first of all, the look on my face as I was thinking about lunch for a second, I like zoned out. And so I don't even know what face I was making. So okay. that was not fair. But what what are you implying that I've never been insecure? No, because she's talking about how the dating with all these insecurities can be really hard. Yeah, I of mean, how bad she's been hurt. I am very blessed that <laughs> emotionally I don't let myself get too invested in anything, and so it makes it very easy to if something like if I meet a guy and he this feelings aren't reciprocated or whatever. To just be like, whatever, he wasn't the one. I know. It's so... That is that's not easy for people to it's do. It's not. And it's like something I so badly wish that I could have her rub off on me. But yeah. I so wish I get, that I could get super excited about something. I know. I, it's so frustrating because like, I, I was saying this the other day. I was like, I wish I could just date and like not care. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like date and not just just be to date. super invested. And I can't do it. Like I literally, I don't think I can go on one date. Somebody the other day wanted to set me up with somebody. And I was asking just like a lot of questions and I, and they were like, why are you asking so many questions? Just go on the date. It's a free meal. And I'm like, free meal. it's not that for me. Like <laughs> right. I would rather pay $30 for my dinner than sit through a meal that someone's going to pay for me and have it not go anywhere right. or have it be boring right. or have it, yeah, do you but, know what I mean? Like not but any like surface level questions that you ask someone about someone, you can't know how you're going to connect with someone. It's true. But I, I know if there's a like if there's a couple things, you know what I mean? Like that are just such, I know I could never Date? Does that make sense? Like you say that. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are unexpected. So um, do we have any advice yeah, for her? Because well. it doesn't seem like we do. Yeah. Insecurity is tough for the people experiencing it and for your partner. Yeah. And so I'm not sure how to just overcome insecurity. I'm not well, sure what the, the advice is. I mean, is. I think that was my whole, when I lost my mojo for a second, there's yeah. that feeling of like, I don't feel like I can go up and interact with someone and feel confident about it. And it does like make you feel insecure going into any situation, any date, any social environment. And I think you just have to get to a place where you realize like, I am amazing and I'm going to find someone who, who thinks I'm amazing and who I click with. And, Maybe it's going to take a while. Like we don't know when, how timing works, but it's going to happen. And you have to like have faith in that and not let the bad ones get you to a place where you're that defeated. I think also the hurt, you're saying that you've been hurt so much in the past. And I think something that I try to do and I try to be really like, uh, I really try to focus on this is um, I used to take a lot of hurt from my past relationships and past dating experiences into every date that I was going on. And that's such a bad thing to do because you're basically giving this 
brand new person baggage that they don't even deserve to have. So I think just being really aware of like the pain that you've felt in the past is just from your past and like try and enter each new date and new person with a clean slate because that's just how you have to do it. Yeah. You can't carry it over. Otherwise it's just going to lead to demise. I think that's excellent advice. advice. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's really good advice. Thank you. But it's because I do it. Like Mm -hmm. I literally ruined a really good relationship of mine because I just been cheated on from, uh, the my boyfriend before this one and so i just i was just so prone to be like this man's sure. he's gonna cheat on me and yep. i was like just searching for things and i swear i ruined that i mean i don't think he's my forever guy mm-hmm. like whatever, no but, but that's that's ruined a lot of relationships yeah. Yeah. yeah and i was just being so like insecure in that relationship when this guy did nothing to like mm-hmm. yeah for for me to not trust him mm-hmm I wanted to talk about something. There was someone posted something about how they get really frustrated listening to me because I talk about not being like emotionally ready for a relationship or I'm like scared of being in a serious relationship. But then I mentioned how I see myself being a mom one day and they said something along the lines like they just want to shake me or something like that and be like, like you have to like you have to be in a relationship to have a to have a child one day and. I would just like to say I understand the confusion of that, but I'm also not ready to have a baby tomorrow. I'm not saying I'm like, I could just, I know that I could be, I want to be a mom one day and it doesn't necessarily have to, it, I don't know. I don't, I know it's not traditional to think like, but if I never meet, I'm never going to get married or be in the wrong relationship just so I can have a child. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just want to clear that up for all of you who have confusion about my emotional state slash wanting to be a mom. I don't. I still don't understand what what she was saying. She was just implying like, well, you because have to be in a relationship to have a baby. Like, you have to be able to commit yourself to someone to have a baby. So, if you want a baby so bad, like, why are you so emotionally oh, hesitant to commit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not in a rush to have a baby, right? Just want to clear that up. But also, what? What if you were single? And you wanted a baby. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not traditional, but I can have a baby whenever I want to have a baby. Exactly. But do you you do picture yourself though in love someday, you think, and with a long term forever person? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean it's a hope. I mean that's what you want. Yeah. But I'm also I'm okay if that never happens. Yeah. I think that's the goal for everyone, right? Yeah. You have the yeah, what is the expression? It is uh, be open to the possibility, but not attached to the outcome. Yeah. There it is, Tanya. All you right. know what? I actually said that out loud. I've been like saying motivational quotes to myself a lot <laughs> the past week. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. <laughs> if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Uh, be open to the possibility not, and not attached to the outcome. I say that one a lot because I always, always attach myself to an outcome. It just naturally happens for me. Yeah. What was the one we did with Seacrest? Uh I think it was this morning. Don't sacrifice your authenticity for approval. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. uh, Brandy. I I keep teasing Brandy here, but uh, (laughs) it's another one that I think is kind of cut and dried for me anyway. She met a guy super attractive involved in church, but he seems like he just wants to have a relationship with somebody, not particularly me. He's going to boot camp in a year and has said, I just want to have someone when I leave. Also on his Twitter, he's tweeted or retweeted stuff that looks like he's really desperate to let people know he's single and wants a relationship. He's pursued me. He's taken an effort, which I appreciate, appreciate, but I still don't know. Also, he likes so many girls' pictures on social media. Very sexual pictures of girls that are half naked or just straight up booty pics. I get that he's single, but it makes me question what he's really looking for. That feature on Instagram needs to go away. 
What feature? That where we can see what everybody's liked. <laughs> you know, like that you you slide over to the left and it shows you like yeah. Tilly is like yeah. this photo and this photo and this photo. I think it's. Or a ch- we could have some self restraint and not like things that are going to come back to haunt just, us. Why can't Why can't you just look at photos and like them? Like you mentally, like them, yeah, mentally. mentally, just like it mentally. Yes. Don't double tap. Like it. the reason you double tap if you're if, especially in those situations, like if it's just a friend or whatever, and you're like liking their photos. But if you like those photos, it's because you want that person to maybe notice you totally that's like liking a photo is essentially like dropping a handkerchief yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is. really is yes <laughs> and it's so classless to like pictures like that in oh, my opinion oh, i was gonna say i thought you were saying it's classless to to drop a handkerchief like that and i was no, like i've I'm been saying... double tapping i've been <laughs> no, doing no, this no, you do so you dropping lots of dropping lots of handkerchiefs this last week i'm just saying for single guys who just I mean, they don't see the repercussions but when they go out and they start tapping all of these booty pictures or whatever mm-hmm. it's really a bad look yeah to I agree. everybody yeah, i like, agree i don't get the motivation that like you say just enjoy it with yeah. your eyes do you There's... know who would never double tap photos like Who's that? that Derek Shepard <laughs> he I just could never see him on Instagram double tapping any boob photos you're right I like don't either but right? you know what really messed me up is when that one girl said that like Derek Shepard wasn't that great oh yeah that she was like he... but again remember everybody she made can some have good a bad points. everybody can have yeah, a bad no I didn't like that she made good yeah. points but she yeah. did but also the dichotomy of this guy being really involved in his church and then going and liking all these booty pictures is kind of an interesting thing but anyway I think Brandy's gut is right on this one I think yeah. he just wants yeah. somebody because yeah. all of the guys at boot camp are going to have somebody and he wants somebody to write to or to get pictures from and boy yeah. he's going to want to get some pictures yeah from he's going to want some pics this yeah. is what he wants yeah. I do have to I hate to say but when your gut's telling you something I think you go with it and you deserve better he needs a source of nudies while he's at boot camp <laughs> and you don't need to be that no he needs yeah you're not the dispensary you're the sanctuary <laughs> oh <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> what that just came to you yeah it's just like it's like weird like it's kind of like how miss tati stuff comes to me oh my god <laughs> You Tanya, that was are not oh, the dispense. Are you not about dispensary? Wow, I am so excited about this. Like that might be tweeted. I mean, yeah, might be good. that might be a t-shirt. That might be a t-shirt for sure. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make merch. Uh, Audra, wait, what? Okay, okay, Audra, how do you feel about your significant other having people of the opposite sex sleeping over at their house or apartment? Oh, not great. <laughs> Uh, the story is she's been seeing a guy for nine months and he's having some friends over this weekend. Two guys, two girls. One of them is a, one guy and one girl engaged to each other. The other two are single. Okay. So a single guy and a single girl. We've known each other a long time. We all went to school together, but they're a little closer to him than they are with me. I have no reason not to trust them. I have no reason not to trust my boyfriend, but I found out casually that the two girls are going over a day early to spend the night at my boyfriend's house. I won't be there. The other guys won't be there. And I feel weird about it. Or am I overreacting? He didn't ask me. He didn't tell me about it, which is what really bothers me. Mm. I think I'm fine with it, and I think I trust him, but is it okay to expect him to ask me if he has girls sleeping over at his place? Would love to hear your thoughts. Okay. My initial reaction was no. I do not like it. Mm -hmm. Having now heard the email, I don't mind it. Nine months into a relationship, pretty stable. Pretty stable. Fairly. Fairly stable. This has happened to me in the past relationship with a stable guy. It was like my long, serious relationship. And he was having 
um, guys and girls, kind of kind of similar. They all went to college together. They were friends in this honorary that they had. And there was three guys and two girls spending the weekend at his place. And it was okay. He never done anything to make me not trust him. He didn't do anything that weekend that made me not trust him. Was I uneasy about it at the time? A little bit. But I had no reason to be. It was all fine. So I think, I mean, I would have rather him told you. That's my only thing. But I think it's going to be okay. That's my knee-jerk reaction. Take it away. Why Why wouldn't he tell her or ask her if that was okay? I think I can answer that. Yeah. Because guys are dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just and dumb. we don't think like that. Because if he's not thinking like that with these girls, he's not thinking there's any reason to tell you because exactly. it's not a, a good thing. Point. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't he doesn't even see it as an issue because he doesn't even think of it right. as that being a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm with Tom, the first paragraph. Like oh oh, this yeah. is gonna be. But then I think I'm okay with it too because he's not he's clearly not thinking that way. You mm-hmm. could make the argument that if he did tell you about it, it's because he's thinking that way. Like he wants to get your permission yeah. because it's a little weird and he's yeah. a little interested in what's what could possibly happen. So I think the fact that he didn't say anything might be okay in this situation. Mm-hmm. But does she bring it up and say like, hey, or does she just let it let it rest? She tovlows it. What's that mean? I'm a cool girl. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a cool girl. I feel like we're going to get negative feedback on this advice that we're giving. But oh, I agree do? with you. I think she lets it lie. I think you have to show him the trust because you don't want to come off as overbearing because he'll be blindsided by this. Because he's not even thinking that way. Yeah. So if he's like, whoa, what is this? We're ha- what is happening right now? It's not good for the relationship. So I feel like I think everything's okay here. Yeah. And if you've been with him for nine months and he's never made you question his trust or made you feel any sort of inkling that he's a like, dishonest person. But if we don't know the con, if he has... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if he hasn't... That's different if he has. But if I he think has, if everything's fine, I think like leave it be. All right, one more. Jordan, um, I find this interesting. She's turning 21 this week, and so she's going to go have drinks with her friends, go out to bars, whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Her parents are vehemently anti-drinking. They don't see the point of it. They've never had alcohol before, and they expect the same of Jordan and her brother. They've given us speeches on the topic as recently as a few weeks ago, and my friends don't have any advice because they don't have parents like I do. They don't get it. Do I talk to my parents and say, look, here's the deal. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to be responsible. We have to agree to disagree. Or do I just not bring it up? Go do what I'm going to do, because if I have this conversation, it's just going to make things worse in the household. She feels stuck. She's a grown woman. She doesn't want to be stuck to her parents' rules for the rest of her life. She wants to make her own decisions. Wait, did I miss in the email that she, does she live with her parents? Yeah, that's what I was about she, to say. I, yeah, I, th- she never said that implicitly, but I'm pretty confident she lives with her parents. Okay. Do you still go with their house, their rules, Tanya? I mean, kind of. So you're advising her to not drink on her 21st birthday? No, but not in the house, I guess, if that's what her parents don't want. That's not the issue. Yeah, they're the issue is no out. drinking. So her question is, do I tell them I'm going to drink and I will promise I'll be responsible, or does she not tell them drink behind their back because that conversation is going to be weird? Uh, okay, here's what I, this, I'm going to give advice and then I'm going to tell you what I'd probably do. It's different. Yeah, I agree. Okay. In my head, I feel like you should sit them down and say, I want to let you know I'm going out to dinner with my friends. I'm probably going to have a few drinks. It's my 21st birthday. I know that y'all don't agree with it, but I love y'all and I respect you, but this is what I'm going to do. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to be responsible 
Why, Becca? I'm your dad now. Why do you feel the need to do this? It's just something I want to do. I'm able to do it legally, and it's. I just want to have a few drinks with my friends. Sounds fun. But what's the? Why can't you have water? You can't have fun. You can't have fun without alcohol. <laughs> of course, but this is this is something that I've been looking forward to. You have? I don't know about this. Well, this is the truth, Father. <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, this is probably what it's going to be like for her. That they're never going to get it. Is my point. Yeah. Well, this is what I would do. I would go drink and not say anything, Look, and then it's uh, hundreds of years. People have drank behind their parents' back. Drunk, yeah. drank, drunk, whatever it is, whatever the past participle is. Yeah, that's true. Hundreds of years. You're just, (laughs) look, I'm a guy who's never been drunk before, so I'm not the best advice on this. Right. And I got kids, and I had parents. Mm -hmm. I did plenty of stuff behind their backs. I think- Well, I I I didn't drink until I was like 24, so I'm like- you know, I was very, I never, my parents never worried about that with me, but I I was was like drinking at like 14. Wait, when do you drink? What's seventh grade? It's thirteen, but yeah. they're twelve. Actually, it's twelve. <laughs> wow! wow. But, you're, but it's different because your parents are Eastern European, and drinking is a whole different vibe. Okay, yeah, well, my it's mom such a different did vibe. not drink at all, and was like, and then my dad, growing up, did not drink at all. So I would, I never had alcohol around. But my dad, both of them, like my mom doesn't really ever drink, but she'll have a drink every now and then, like wine. But my dad drinks, and and I think when you know, I think. When I all of a sudden started drinking, even though I was 24, my mom was kind of like, oh, like you drink now? Mm -hmm. You know, like it is when you're used to something or you don't agree with something. And then I think you raise your child to be to have that certain belief or respect for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they do something different. It's shocking. Yeah. Because your parents are always going to see you as a five-year-old. Totally. Yeah. But it's your life. I know. And that's the thing I think that it comes down to. It's like you obviously like you love your parents so much. Like I would do anything for my parents. But you also have to live your life for yourself. Because I think, I mean, drinking is such a small example of it. But just (laughs) things in general. You know what I mean? Like you're never going to have your parents. They're never 100% going to agree with everything that you do. You know? Yeah. And I think you just have to do what feels right for you in every aspect. I mean, the drinking thing, I'm like... It's, I don't know. I mean, I really have I mean, no advice. I was yeah. literally like taking vodka out of my dad's freezer and like filling it back up with water and like oh having God. it freeze in there. And then they were now like, that's Go interesting ahead. because your parents were cool with drinking and you were still doing stuff behind their back. Yeah. I don't think they were like cool. I don't think they were ever like, oh, Tanya, go get drunk. But like when we had like our Slavas and things like that, like I, they would, you know, we would all drink at my, at my home and I'd be home and then I'd go to bed and like I was safe, you know? Yeah, so but then there is the argument that if you, when a kid is 12, 13, like in Europe, you give them wine or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're more comfortable with it. It's a normal thing, yeah. and they're not going to go binge and get I wasted, never, but that I didn't never, work with you. What do you mean? Meaning okay. it didn't, you still oh. went out and binged and got <laughs> right, right, seriously right. But drunk. Like, but like when I went away to college, and everybody was like going rogue, crazy, getting wasted, like passing out at frat houses, I never was that girl. Mm. I was never that girl because, A, I don't know if I could, like, handle my liquor better or I just wasn't, like, it wasn't so foreign to me that I wasn't getting so, like, hyped on it, like, because I was doing it for so long. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it did work because I never, my parents never had to, like, deal mm-hmm. with me getting into any crazy trouble. Well, and I think you're, you clearly respect your parents because you are, you're battling with this if you didn't have respect for them you would that's just go yeah. without that's thinking a very about good it. point so, yeah. clearly this is not a girl who's done a lot of lying to her parents in right her life. which is a good thing and it i is think a good thing. And, and if that 
if that holds true to your relationship, then maybe you need to have a conversation for peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Like maybe going out and getting drunk behind their back is just going to make may, might hinder the relationship if everything has been out in the open and up front with them to this point. Yeah. So, so we, I think we're, we've come around on this one. We've evolved since we've we started this yeah. email. We really I've talk gotten more mature. Yeah. Talk, talk to your parents. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. them know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we wrap, literally. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I need oh a... shoot. Well, yeah. You didn't you develop a rap? We're supposed to do a rap battle. Are you ready so for it, Becca? to do it, too. This is de- Are you ready? I could rap a good Nicki Minaj Okay. Let me give a couple of shout outs. Uh, and then also, for next week... I would like to toss out some some. Oh no, she's already <laughs> laughed. What is she? What toss out some what? Uh, people really want me to date somebody. Oh yeah, okay, fine. Uh, Mark is so yeah. anti Bobby Bones. I'm not into it. Mark is like oh. over it before it even started. He lives across the country. It's not. It's not realistic. It's not. It's he. He wants you for a radio bit. It's not real. Oh, it's true. That's so harsh. It's not real. I'm trying to protect you. I'm tired of these yahoos coming through town. I, I, I'm I done with it. Oh. I'm not here for it. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. I'm unsure how to react. I feel uncomfortable. That's so mean. But that was, he never just says something like, I mean, that was I'm from telling the, you, he's looking was... for content for his show. That's my, that's my belief. Wow. Mm-hmm. You don't think there's any genuine interest whatsoever? Do you know how many people there are in the world? Like, find somebody. <laughs> I've been trying. I understand that, but he's not it. He's hey, not yeah, it. This is a family-friendly show. <laughs> Sorry, I cursed. I've been cursing a lot. Um, wow. Anyway. Yeah, wow. That was a, I don't like it. That was a moment. Yeah. That might be our teaser for this week. <laughs> yeah, Mark is not here party yeah. for the... Guess Tanya who Mark Bones. doesn't want Tanya to date? Yeah. Mm. Uh, can I give a few, few shout outs to <laughs> your yeah, devoted fans? Yeah. Madison Fisher's in Laverne, California, smoking some weed while listening to our show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? That is a topic I would like to talk about next week. Okay. <laughs> smoking weed. Should we do it? Yeah, I like. that's a great topic. And the THC and the, uh, what's the other oil? CBV? Oil? Oh, CBD. CB, CBD I needed oil. that for, my, for Phoebe on her flight. I to, have never smoked weed. said you weed. can give it to pets. <laughs> well, this is what we got to talk about. Yeah. Because in California, it's a whole new world now. It yeah. is. And everybody's saying it's like so great. And I'm like, am I, am I late to the party? <laughs> like, I don't know. And about- by the way, you're moving to Studio City. There's, I saw a billboard in Studio City. Marijuana. You know, really? stop here on yeah. this corner. Yeah. It's amazing how it's just there. Here it is. It's like alcohol or I've cigarettes. I've never or- gotten high before. Is that weird? I haven't either. Well, that, we it's it not going to be show? a great conversation because that means none of us have. Show? That seems illegal. I think so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think well, you can. You could do it from your home. You couldn't do it in this building. And then come in here? Uber. No, how, mm, Uber. Mm, I don't know. It sounds like a bad idea. Okay, you're right. Terrible yeah. idea. Save it for a Facebook well, Live. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we'll do a Facebook Live <laughs> yeah. if we get brave enough. Because, like, there's all these things now and everyone's I'm just. I'm scared of it. I'm scared Me I would too. have, like, a panic attack or Me something. Me too. I'm scared that I would, like,. I don't know what happens when you get high, but it seems... If you've never been high, you don't know. I don't know. You could get super paranoid. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ashley Picard is doing a challenge. She's in Maine. She's walking or running 2,018 miles in 2018. That works out to five and a half miles a day. So she listens to us as she walks or runs, and she would like you to cheer her on. Go. Wait. Go, yeah. Go. Go. Ashley, go. 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 go Ashley, go. go. Run those <laughs> miles. <Races>. Oh. <laughs> 
Steph Ventura is in Costa Rica. But She's a legal feet, advisor. What's that? I said, but ice your feet after you run. Cause ice your feet. Good call. Hits the fan. Oh, my gosh. What is with you today? Oh, no. My goodness. <laughs> we were at that door. We're cursed this much. Anyway, Steph Ventura is in Costa Rica. My parents are going there for Christmas this year, Costa Rica. Hmm. They'll look for That's Steph true. Ventura. She's a legal advisor. If they run into trouble down there. I know who to call. Mm-hmm. Gracie Swames in Alabama getting her first grade classroom ready for the new sweet kiddos to come. That's Aww. a quote from her. July 17th. Cute. Back to schools here already. Yeah, it is. Kaylee DeWinter is in New Brunswick getting ready for work. And she says it's not great because she laughs so hard. She's putting her makeup on. She gets eyeliner and mascara <laughs> all over her face. But she loves you. Aww. And Easton wanted me to give some shout outs. Emily Trollinger from Rogers, uh, Arkansas. It was her birthday yesterday. Oh, happy Aww. birthday. And Christine Nigerian and Stephanie Kleeman from Chicago. They love the show. They bonded over Easton's wife's request to take out the garbage. I think that was in an Instagram comment. Oh, okay. okay. I think. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. What is the wrap that's going to wrap up the show today? What do you got? I got Cardi B. I like it. All right. Do you oh, want to go? I love f- Cardi B. Do you want to go first? Was- back. You, I'm going to give you three options. Go first. Go second. Or craft it for next week. Uh. I'm going to craft it for next week, but I want, I have a story about this song. I played it. My parents, like, literally on the beach and everything, we were listening to, like, old 70s music, you know, didn't get to play my top 40 like normal, so we get in the car and I put this song on, and my mom's like, and they're laughing because I was dancing and stuff, and my mom's like, who is this? And I was like, Cardi B. And she goes, who's Carly B? I know, it's so cute. Mom. I don't think my parents know who she is either. It just seems like she's just everywhere. It's like, how have you not heard of Carly B? I know, but we live in a different world. You're right. Uh, Okay, I just need to play like a smidge to like get it. Sure, sure, sure. Hold on. Diamonds, I like dollars. I like sunning, I like shining. I like million dollar bills. Where's my... Jump signing. I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like South. I like going through the jeweler. I put rocks all in my watch. I get texts from my exes when they want a second chance. I get, I like proven wrong. I do what they say I can't. They call me Cardi, Cardi, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hot tamale, hotter than a Somali, buckle, buckle, Pop on the foo, hop on the foo. I know that I got to do. How on the how on the can't tell that. I'm sorry. Run that like Cardi. No, 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 running me. I run that like Cardi. Yo, bet. I like it. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is there more? Is no, there no, more? No, no. okay. <laughs> that was pretty Time good. That was great. 1217. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that look like sock. I like going to the jeweler. I put rocks all in my watch. I get texts from my exes when they want a second chance. Preach!